Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell, joined by Matt Crone. Matt, how's it going? Chris, well, it's a Thursday for the first time in a while that we're actually recording on a Thursday. How are you? I'm all right. I like that I asked you how you were doing, and you you said, it's a Thursday. As if (laughs) that somehow... It's fair. It is almost Friday. Tomorrow is a holiday. So there's What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Oh, is that why I got paid today? I wonder. Uh, I'm not in your HR. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. That's why I got a paycheck today. Yeah. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Thank you to all of the the great veterans in this nation who have fought for our freedom. Yes. Um, And also, thank you to all of the great subscribers out there who have uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel over over the past six months. But really, we've had one of the best weeks we've ever had. 58,000, right? That's where we're at. Yeah, 58396 as I look at it right now. And it's funny because we talked, what, on, on Saturday, Friday or Saturday last week? And I was like, wouldn't it be great if we got to 50 by our show? Yeah, and we're we're above 50. We are might have hit 60, honestly. Like, it's crazy right now. And we, I mean, we, we're very appreciative. Ever since I explained how easy it is to subscribe, I feel like I feel like other people are like, "Oh, this is complicated. I don't understand it." And then here I am swooping in. It's yeah. just a boop, subscribe, and we're we're off to the races right now. You did uh, you did make it easier for everyone to do so. People before were like, "What? I got to push a button. I got to go to a website. I don't know how to do this stuff." And yeah. you were like, "No, chill. It's easy. It's easy. Don't worry about it." It's all going to be great. You can also sign up other people. Yeah. And, you can go and uh, hack into other, well, maybe don't hack into other people's accounts, but. No, we're not encouraging anyone to hack into anything. <laughs> but uh, just entice your friends. It's not a pyramid scheme. You get one friend and then they get two friends and then another two friends. And then we just have a million subscribers by the end of the year. Yeah. And you get a dollar for every, uh, every, every $3 they earn. Should we? Should we? This might actually uh, be a pyramid scheme. Yeah, thinking about based on <laughs> the highest earners will have a BMW by the end of this. <laughs> I hope that's one of us. Yeah, it's just like oh, I can't believe I won. What are the odds? <laughs> no, but it, it's awesome. It's it, it has caused it. It's always nice when you have to reevaluate your goals and move them up from where yeah. you thought they were going to be. You know, in my head, fifty was the goal for the end of the year. Uh, you know, a couple of months ago, and now seventy-five. I, I, I like seventy-five. Seventy-five. I do think I said this in a text to you the other day. YouTube should give out like com- commemorative pin yeah. uh, play buttons for fifty k. Just something mm-hmm. little. Just give give us something a little bit to to that we can see and makes us hungrier. Yeah, and I was curious how you got my my phone number because I have asked you to stop texting me in the past, but you are in the yellow pages, Chris. I don't know if you know <laughs> this. My cell phone, which is weird. Yeah, I don't uh, know why they have you list. They have that listed. Is that? Do they still have phone books? Are they still printing phone books? 
You know, that's a good question. Um, that is a really good question. We before we dig into the whole the whole phone book thing, we have a lot to talk <laughs> about today, and we will. Don't worry about it. Uh, lots to talk about today. I have BavadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're looking at week eleven, nope, ten in the National Football League. I got ahead of myself there. I'm excited for week eleven. Just a little bit, and uh, and so much more. We've got uh, we've got real quick futures for the twenty twenty three World Series. Ooh. That include the Philadelphia Phillies. Very sad. do phone books still exist? Uh, despite the fact phone books no longer appear in the United States, widely so, available online, so okay. digital only. Digital only. Okay. When you when you threw me off a little bit there when you said only in the United States because it was like oh like does England have it? Like is John Cleese opening it up and looking at his phone book every day? Well, balls in your court, John Cleese. Reach out to us and let us know. Did you know um, he's alive? Yes. Did you? Why did you think he wasn't? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit because I was born many moons after the Monty Python series, and I liked them. Maybe I just thought they were a little, like they were older than I thought they were. No, they're very old. Uh, they're they're very old. Let's but he's only eighty three. A spry eighty three. A spry eighty three for sure. Yeah. No, that whole that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always, for whatever reason, I always include. Uh, John Lithgow in that yeah. group with John Not Cleese for some reason. People. I know very different people. Blonde hair and mustaches. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe so. And Lithgow's not a young man either, but he's all but he's doing great. Yeah, what's he up to lately? Ever? I mean, well, was he well, doing ever the, since? Well, he was the he's seventy seven, by the way. Oh. Uh, I I heard him on the Conan podcast. He's been in he's been in the FX show The Old Man. Okay. Well, Matt. Glad we talk about this because he's been in a movie that I've been begging you to watch. You don't want to. You don't, you don't want to say this, Chris. You don't that would be bring, Daddy's Home too. You don't want to bring it up. Did you? You watched it and you didn't like it. I watched it and I didn't like it. Really? I'm sorry. It's don't okay. Just, Tell me why. I, I just. I don't know what it is, man. I, I was just watching it and I just. It had some funny parts, but it just really. I don't, and I love every single person in that. I just, it, I don't know. I don't think you're allowed I, to say you love Mel Gibson anymore. Sorry, uh, I loved <laughs> three fourths of the movie. <laughs> Actually, four fifths. I like Lisa Cardellini too. Um, her name's Linda, but that's fine. <laughs> no, it's her sister. Oh gosh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> she she was the stand-in for the, for the shots where she didn't have the line. So I definitely laughed at a few scenes. But okay. overall, maybe it's because you hyped it up for me too much. It's maybe. one of those things. You know how that can happen where some people just hype something up so much and so much. And then you're like, you go to watch it and you're like, it's all right. But That's then fair. like, it's, it, I mean, there was definitely funny moments. There was definitely funny moments. That's fair. And and I guess I did find it completely out of nowhere and had no expectation. That's true so. too. That's a, you, you went in in a different mindset. I was holding it on a higher pedestal than you were. Yeah, because, well, if you would have just watched it one of the first 40 times I begged you to, <laughs> perhaps it wouldn't have reached this high pedestal. You, you know what, Chris? I'm like, it's that. It's it's Daddy's Home 2 and Citizen Kane as the great movies of all time. You know what? I will take full blame for this. This one's on me. All right. At least you got to watch Ted Lasso. Dude, Ted Lasso is so freaking funny, man. We are... Yes, audibly laughing at the things that he says on that show it is so good roy kent is hysterical right it, goldstein it, um 
cannot confirm that, but it's, yeah. it's, it's accurate. Trust me. <laughs> you said, didn't you say there's a spinoff coming for Roy Kent? Uh, I don't, it's not been, I don't think it's been officially announced that it's going to be Roy Kent yet, but the, it, it, there is going to be a Ted Lasso spinoff. At least that was the plan. And uh, the early three, the end it is. Okay. Oh, wow. That's sad. Yeah. And the early word was that it would be Roy Kent who, uh, who the, it was built around, but and you know it, it completely could just be. Uh, where are you in the show right now? I am on like season two, um, episode like two or three. Okay. It was Christmas time. They just said they did, but they did a bunch of Christmas stuff. And what's what's Roy been up to this season? Roy. I... Oh, okay. I he just returned to the pitch. That's what it was. Um, in what in what form? As a coach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you've gotten there. I I wonder if maybe Ted just steps down and Roy coaches the team. Okay. That uh, okay. That could be interesting. And you're, you're okay. Kind of spoiled it for me that it, that doesn't happen. Um, what? Why would you think? <laughs> you literally know there's another season. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but uh, no, I'm excited. I think it's it's a good show. I'm excited to continue watching it. Uh, my dog really likes it. Okay. So. We're uh, we're having a good time here. Yeah, can't say anything about your roommate, but your dog likes it. She, she also very much enjoys it. She watched <laughs> she she actually the first like five episodes because I had already seen them. She was like audibly laughing at everything in the show. She like loves mm-hmm. Nate. She loves it all. Like it's just it's just really really a good show. How she feel about Nate right now? I don't know, man. So, so we it literally the last thing we said we saw was Roy Kent walking onto the pitch, and uh, Nate made a face, and I said to her, I was like, "Ooh, Nate does not seem to like this." Mm-hmm. So, I I think that's going to be an ongoing theme, also based off what you just said. I think it's going to be. I think we noticed something in the in watching it. Well, I mean, they were you know they were clearly building. I'm not going to say anything that happens, but they were clearly building to something with that character, with the whole like Wonder Kid stuff and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody's got an arc. Everybody's got an arc, except for Beard, who exists solely to just be a, a weird side character. Beard's the man. Beard is the man. I love that he's just playing chess, talking, talking out chess pieces, games with like with his uh, girl. He's just great. Did uh, and this isn't a spoiler by any stretch. Did you get to the the Beard standalone episode yet? I did not get to the Beard standalone episode. I'd be interested in your thoughts when you watch it because it is—it's one of the more divisive episodes of the series for sure. Define by, divisive. By, some people like it. Some people don't. <laughs> sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe shit. Maybe good. I, I, I thought I thought it was funny. I thought there was a lot of funny stuff. It was not. It's not one of the best episodes of the season. Okay. Uh, but like the okay, the best episode of the season. By by far, what's your what's your take? Best episode season two, because there's one right answer. I like the Christmas one a lot, a hundred percent. Yeah, where like where, where her where, breath smells and stuff. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, really, really good episode. It just makes you it makes you ha- actually. I was sitting there and I was I said to my uh, to my partner, um, <laughs> Lily the dog, mm-hmm. and sure, I sure. said, uh, um, yeah, I can't. This makes me want to watch Christmas movies because it felt me with che- filled me with like cheer and like happiness, like. I'm excited for Christmas movie season. Like the clauses that's coming out on uh, Disney Plus. Very excited. Yeah, it was a Christmas movie with Roy Kent. Yeah, that's really what it was. It was so much fun. And the every interaction with the neighbors was amazing. So funny. The the poop pants one. 
Like <laughs> he's like the little kid's like I poop my pants sometimes too. <laughs> he's like maybe we shouldn't do that anymore, huh? Like <laughs> yeah, just so good, so good. You see, you see the growth in Roy. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens in a in a post Ted Lasso Ted Lasso universe. Yeah, if you haven't been watching Ted Lasso, here's my recommendation: go watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, like, Paul, you Paul, it's all right to pause this, watch the series, and come back. <laughs> have for have your friend send you an Apple TV. Uh-huh. Don't sign up for a year and then sure. watch it. <laughs> that is a, a good plan. Uh, filming begins March twenty second. Spe- speculation online anticipates a release of November December twenty twenty two. Well, it's probably not going to be November or early twenty twenty three at the latest. For what? Ted Lasso season three. Oh wait, season three hasn't even come out yet. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought three the third season had come out because I had been saying like I've been telling people that there's been three seasons, and boy, do I sound dumb now. Well, there are three seasons, and the third season is simply filming at this point. Gotcha. Okay, uh, then maybe I should stop. Well, I mean, you might as well you might as well just finish it at this point, and then you have a little. You get a, a tiny little break. Um, provided the cast, we're hoping to get some more news er, either late this year or early 2023 in terms of when it will be airing. So Interesting. Very ah, Danny, Danny Rojas, man. Danny Rojas. Jamie. We don't need to start that. I sing it all day, every day. Literally all day, every day. I sing the Jamie Tard song. Uh, <sighs> we, I don't, I don't want to curse too heavily on the show but we we sing the roy kent song in this house that's a good one that's a really good one he's, he's here, here he's there he's, he's there. every blank and where roy kent roy kent he's roy kent yeah that's a really good one it's just it's just such a good sh- it just it's so easy because it's 30 minutes and it just makes you like happy you know and being happy is great being happy is great. I hope <laughs> I hope that we can contribute in some small way to people's happiness with this show cuz god knows it isn't always with the uh, the sports insight. Speaking of happiness, I did watch yeah. uh, the first thirty five minutes of Te- Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, it's not- okay. Go ahead. I'm not happy anymore. No, it was so bad. Yeah, it was not really good. It, it had like, uh, a few parts. That's where about I like, where right. I made it too. Yeah, like I just, it's just it's sad. Yeah, it, you. It's some some things should be left in our memories. Yeah, like I, I, it makes me want to go watch Bogus Journey and um, Excellent Adventure because I kind of don't care for this right now. No, it's bad. It was bad. I, I, I do. I think I made it pretty much exactly that far into it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go back. I didn't, and I, I own the Blu-ray. You own the yeah, but you own the Blu-ray for everything. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. You have every Blu-ray that's ever existed. I don't believe that's true. You oh, have can a I tell you? Closet of, of big... Blu-rays. <laughs> uh, I used to have a lot more than I do right now. Um, and you, as your brother can attest to, he's he saw the old collection. But yeah, no, it's I have a lot. I probably have like I have six hundred. That's a lot. That's a lot of. I didn't even know they had that many movies. There are there are in fact that many movies just in the Transformer series alone. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the Transformers. I think I saw the first one with Shia. Okay, yeah, Transformers one, like went in with very low expectations. Thought it would be stupid. Was like, okay, that's a, that's a perfectly acceptable act summer action movie. Yeah, 
that was it. You needed to stop right there. Yeah. He, they, they, how many did they make? Four or five? I think they're still making them. They're still making them? Yeah. It went from Shia and Megan Fox to Shia and Rosie Honey, Huntington Whitley. And then after in a post-Shia world, uh, Mark Wahlberg took over as the main character. For what reason? Um, he They paid him. Okay, that makes sense. Let's see. I'm Was that movie? Shia sure. is on house arrest. Was that part of the Transformers uh, universe? Transformers Rise of the Beasts is the next film. Uh, it, it it stars the likes of uh, Ron Perlman and Pete Davidson. Ron Perlman and Pete Davidson? So, okay. Uh, also, Michelle Yeoh. I don't know who leads this anymore. And and Anthony Ramos from um, uh, Hamilton and In the Heights. I didn't really like Hamilton, the movie. Oh. I watched the movie. Did not enjoy it. I thought Hamilton was amazing. I could I could do without In the Heights. See, I love musical movies. Like Newsies is one of my favorite movies ever. A young Christian Bale. Um, mm. I I loved La La Land. Did you see La La Land? It was fine. Yeah, I, it was a I, good movie. You know what movie I haven't seen that I should see because I feel like I would really like? Mm-hmm. A Star is Born. I haven't seen it. I do have the Blu-ray, so we can just double feature. I keep telling you that I'll send you the, my, my Plex login, and I fully intend to, and then I just don't. So yeah, yeah, you can send it over to me. Hairspray is good. Thank you. I don't have Hairspray. but uh, Here, let's see. I'll tell you right now. There are... And some of these are just movies that I have digitally, but it doesn't matter for the Plex. Uh, 1,533 movies on the Plex. That's a lot of movies, Chris. Yeah, 1,533. Wait, whoa, whoa, what's this? I can't see what you see. IMDb. Pitch Perfect 4 has been in production for over a year and a half. Uh, I don't think that's true. They're making that series. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Well, so this one says it's been five years since the Bells became the first all-female group to win the World Championships, reuniting for an overseas tour. All seems well until the Barden Universe reunion, and they see there's a new group called Bella's X. Bella's comeback. Yeah, I'm seeing this now too. Dude, let's go! But it says 2022. When's it gonna come out? Christmas? Oh, that's it's something in, I'll see in theater. Theaters. Not, but Pitch Perfect will be able to bring more audience. Fourth. There, yeah, apparently the fourth installment was supposed to come out last uh, last month. What's the TV show with what's his name? Bumper. Pitch yeah, Perfect. Bumper. Uh, like European Adventures. Bumper in Berlin. Oh, wait, and it's got the Falula Borg. That yeah, guy's Falula the Borg. man. Falula Borg is in it. Um, what's that? Girl... HBO Max? Is it on HBO Max? Or is it... it seems like a peacock. I don't know why. That all, yeah, that could also be it. Or Paramount. Could be any. Could be any of them. Perfect. Siri. I don't think it's Paramount. We, I think we can roll that out. <laughs> uh, pitch, what's, what's it? It's Bumpers, whatever. Bumper in Berlin. Television series. Bumper in Berlin. Also st- starring Sarah Hyland and Jamila Jamil. Speaking of Peacock. I knew it seemed like a. All right. I got to put that in my favorites. I got my iPad in front of me. First episode. Oh, is uh, it no- November twenty third? Oh, it's not out um, yet. No, it looks like they may all release. On, yeah, it looks like it all it, it all releases on November twenty third. All right, well, let's hope so. But um, 
You know what show oh, I'm, I'm really should wait, watch? Wait, let's stay with this for a second. <laughs> I adore Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect's amazing. It's so good. I've seen it in the. I've seen every single one in theaters. Yeah, I it was I I, I forced Alexa to watch the first Pitch Perfect because I like it's I just think it's such a hilarious movie and I think everybody's so incredibly talented and then to this day she still says that I'm in love with Anna Kendrick and that causes a problem in our relationship. <laughs> it causes an issue. <laughs> you know, I'm more of I'm more of an Anna Camp guy. I think okay. Anna I think Anna Camp's amazing in that movie. She's a great singer. She, They're all she makes me laugh. Singers. Well, yeah, that too. They're all incredible singers. But if I had to pick my favorite out of the bunch, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I like Anna Camp. Well, and okay, I'm glad that we're 20 minutes in and talking about Pitch Perfect. But <laughs> um, anyway, my the person like the person who I I saw and I was like this this person is just the most talented human being on the planet was uh, I have to look up his name unfortunately because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. She's in Pitch Perfect three, as you, I'm sure you know. She's in the no, second it, one too. Oh, good call. Yeah, you're 100 right. Uh, no, is is Ukatarsh Ambakar? It's Who? the the gentle the gentleman singing uh, the Bob song in the in the first one. He's in the he's in the group with Bumper. And I saw that. I was like, he's the, the most talented human being in the world. The Treblemakers? Yeah, and now he's now he stars in the the uh, CBS show Ghosts. With Never seen uh, Rose MacGyver, I have not either, but I hear very good things. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. I'm looking at a picture of him. I'm familiar. Yeah, I thought I thought that guy was just insanely talented. But I mean, you're you're 100 right. Every single one of them is is incredibly talented. And actually, uh, Esther Dean, who plays Cynthia Rose, is like a super accomplished writer and producer, and she was on. Oh, okay. Uh, she was on a show called Songland on NBC, a reality show with uh, Ryan Tedder from One Direction and uh, another like super like super crazy producer. It's an awesome show. People should go back and watch it. I don't know if they're gonna make they make, they're making any more, but they just like they brought in an artist and then they brought in like three or I don't remember who was like three or five people, whatever, with like songs for that artist, and then they they worked on it and crafted it to to that individual person. It was. It's insane how talented these people are. Esther the Macklemore Dean. one is crazy. That sounds like an interesting show, and I'd like to check it out. But Esther Dean, did you know that she worked with Rihanna on the song Rude Boy? Yeah, that's what I said. She's literally an incredibly accomplished writer yeah, and producer. That's really good. She wrote for Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah, she's a pretty, pretty, really good. No, if if you like if you like uh, music stuff. Pick an episode of Songland with somebody who interests you. Watch it, and if if that one gets your uh, gets your attention, watch others. But like, there's a huge, huge, huge variety of uh, of people that, that were on that show. Just like I'm just looking at a picture right now, and you got John Legend, Megan Trainer, the Jonas Brothers. Is that Wyclef Jean? Yeah, Macklemore. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot of people on here. The Jonas Brothers one was good too, but it's Bebe Rex. Uh, uh, it's it's funny. It's like they're geniuses. Uh, they're and actually from from Pitch Perfect. What's his name? Ben Platt. Yeah, Ben Platt is like really accomplished, huh? Yeah, I I didn't know. Did not know that either. Like people love that guy. He has won many Anthony awards. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a theater guy and like incredibly talented. And like people really like him. Like, and I didn't know. I mean, 
I'm not, I've never I'm not a big theater guy. I haven't really seen the theater too much. I think the last play I went to was at Carroll High School when I was uh-huh. in grade school, um, yeah. where Will Smith went. But uh, yeah, Ben Putt, very very famous for his uh, Broadway and off Broadway. Yeah, he and then they made the movie out of that that his famous Broadway play, and it went really poorly because he was far too old to be playing a high school character at that point. But is that the Evan Hansen movie? Yeah, Dear Evan Hansen. Never seen it. I haven't either, but it went very poorly. Is everything I've heard. Uh, last play I saw was To Kill a Mockingbird in the Cleveland Playhouse in uh, last last year. No spoilers. It's very, it's very good. The Mockingbird dies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, read no, that I'm book. Now. This is Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Mocking Jay, actually. Oh, of, course, of course, of course. All right, we have, we got it. We have to do picks. We have to. Wait, but earlier I was gonna say, you know, a show I should watch. Did you? Ever we're not watch? still not talking about sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we just do picks and then we can talk about whatever? Modern Family. Yes. Did you watch that? Uh, I watched it for a while. I fell off. I've just been watching clips of it on Instagram. Like people would just post like funny jokes and Phil Dunphy might be the funniest human being of all time. Well, that was the, that was the whole big draw to the show when it came out that he was like the greatest character to be introduced in however long. And he, and he was a great character actually Adam divine from pitch perfect uh, in that show as well. I have seen that he's been in other clips that I've seen. No, it was, it's, I mean, you know, it is a CBS comedy. It's uh, it's not you know it's not going to push the boundaries or anything, but it it was a, a very good show and it was a very very successful show for a very long time. Eric Stone Street, he almost got the job as Kevin on The Office, and I can see Rain, that. Rain Wilson makes fun of uh, what's his name, your boy Kevin. This is I can't remember his real name. Um, he says he always Brian Baumgartner. Brian Baumgartner's like an interview. He's like, yeah, like Rain Wilson always gives me a hard time, and he goes. Man, like he really wish Evan Stone Street got this job, so you'd be making Eric. that Modern Family money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm sure they're uh, both I, well some, off. <laughs> I don't think Brian Baumgartner was the second option for <laughs> Modern Family. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't like, think he was the backup. Like Stone Street passes, they're not going to Baumgartner. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Baumgartner. No offense. Love you. No, You're a great no. guy. Eric Stone Street plays, he plays, like, I wasn't sure what his sexual orientation was. He plays it very, very well. Yeah, no, great actor. He he won a bunch of those awards, I think, too. Yeah, and unfortunately, he made the 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 show on Fox, Domino Masters, which was a ripoff of the Will Arnett Lego Masters show. Yeah, was that about pizza? Yes, it's exactly what it was. Everybody worked at a Domino's, <laughs> and you had so you could fold boxes the quickest. <laughs> Domino's Masters. <laughs> Look, reach out to us, Domino's. We're willing to flesh out the show with you. <laughs> I'd be in. I'd be so in for that. I don't know, though. We It was a pretty big drop. They went from Will Arnett to Eric Stone Street, so I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know who gets. Maybe Brian Baumgartner hosts Domino, Domino's <laughs> Masters. There's no reason that we're not next. Like That's one of those like SAT questions where it's like, you, like, where it's like follow the pattern. And it's like, all right, Arnett to Stone Street. And then it's, it is us. It, it drops down to us after that. That is that is the number three, yeah, I yeah. think so. And honestly, like, I like, I don't want to toot our own horn here, but you know, fifty-eight, whatever it is, thousand, thousand. I'm not sure if we're not above Stone Street. <laughs> I don't even know if we know fifty-eight people. The fact that we're at fifty-eight thousand, I think we both know fifty-eight people, but that's that's neither here. Yeah, on Facebook, <laughs> I have not had a Facebook in a very long time. 
I'm ready to delete mine. It's just there's nothing. It was one of the happiest days of my life. There's one of the happiest days of my there. life. My favorite is people my age that are starting to act like our parents on Facebook, like oh with stuff that they post. It's like, what are you? Doing? So they're asking me for money. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's craziness. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it is a weird time for sure. And look, I uh, yeah, one of the happiest days of my life when I got rid of Facebook. I, I what I realized was it just it made me unhappy, not happy. Unhappy, not happy. Okay, yeah, I follow. And uh, for more on that, tune into the next episode of Domino's Master. <laughs> <laughs> I like Domino's though; they, their sandwiches are pretty good, actually. Well, I, I worked at Domino's for a very long time, so I'm I'm biased towards that company. I remember. I got no I got no beef with them. I got I've said very negative things about talk, uh, Papa John's. I would not purchase food from there if I were on this uh, I, planet. I like Papa John's. I like their papadilla. Well, okay, well maybe you shouldn't. But <laughs> but Domino's, on the other hand, like they did stuff right. It was it was it was a good company to work for. They. Certainly offered me opportunities, and to the degree that I was scared and left. Makes sense. When you, uh, <laughs> when you, when you're very young, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to run your own store?" And I was like, "Hey, uh, no." <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I feel like you would have hopped all over that, you know, businessman like yourself. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, I was very interested in in education at that point, and not working sixty hours a week at Domino's for a, a really crappy salary. Yeah, but if you did that, Chris, you could have hosted Domino Masters. God, how I see what I did. <laughs> you gave it up. You gave it all up. Uh, that's why they went. What? To- <laughs> I'm not, I don't like this guy enough to make a reference, so I'm not going to. Uh, Stone Stone Street was actually. <laughs> he was a manager, assistant manager. Now, that, now that I think about it, he worked there at the same time I did. <laughs> he was and underneath he took you. That store. He literally took the store that I said no to. <laughs> he took it right from you. I mean, it was your, you gave it up. It was your own fault. 100% my fault. And uh, I guess I missed out on quite a bit. I, <laughs> who knows what my career would have been. You could have I that was. modern family mummy money. <laughs> oh, that would be. I don't know that I, I'm the perfect casting opposite. Uh, <laughs> I forget what his name is. Joey Lawrence. Yeah, I don't think that's correct. Uh, Who's Joey Lawrence? It, 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 it's, uh, he's like a teen heartthrob from the 90s. Uh, <laughs> he's it's the Cameron, guy. Cameron and Mitchell. Mitchell and Cameron. Yeah, I don't think I would have been perfect casting opposite Mitchell. But eh, you know what? I would have, uh, if they could have found a role for me. I'm talking to you right now, Stephen Levitan, creator of Modern Family. <laughs> if, if you, <laughs> I know you're you're watching, or at least if you're not, Probe still text you. Probe's uh, let you know. <laughs> I, I'd I'd love to work together at some point. So just reach out. Also, Joey Lawrence is not the hot ones guy. Who's the hot ones guy? I Google, Joe, I Google Joey Sean Lawrence Evans hot, ones, hot ones. Just a bunch of shirtless Joey Lawrence pictures. <laughs> and you're still there for some reason. <laughs> it's just like, stuck on my screen. I don't know what's this going is, on. This is not bad. A t-shirt, you say. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Joey yeah. Lawrence is not the hot one. Sean Evans is. We realized that I could have hosted Domino Mas- Domino's Masters. <laughs> Uh, although I guess do I maybe could have gotten Domino Masters in that situation too because I would have been in the Stone Street role instead of Stone Street. So imagine where we'd be right now, Chris, if you the, would have just taken that job. The butterfly effect of all of this is just frightening. Uh, I've seen that who, movie. 
who knew that the the ridge pike dominoes in Conshohocken was <laughs> such a, a a jumping off point for the greats in entertainment. <laughs> Just, that's where that's where they all came from, you know. That was the school. It was a school of hard knocks. There, I remember that. I remember Kutcher did that weekend there. <laughs> they all, everybody was there. Chris Evans was an assistant manager <laughs> for three weeks. Everybody came through there. I mean, before before what's his name, um, Johnny Depp got Pirates of the Caribbean. He was there. Like, yeah, he was a regional manager right before Pirates. Like that was yeah. a stepping stone. And he wasn't sure. He was not sure if it was the right call to resign for pirates (laughs) have you seen johnny depp recently uh no i've not google it johnny depp recently is that a movie coming out nope i just (laughs) what he looks like now oh um oh interesting yeah that's a way to put it he's gotten older he got he got different looking yeah certainly has he got different looking but uh all right I was really hoping to be walking my dog by now. Anyway, so what what I meant by all of that was is on Thursday night, the Falcons said to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> the good prelude to this. Uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll just rearrange all this stuff. <laughs> the uh, the Panthers plus two and a half at Bavada. Uh, <clears throat> who's playing quarterback for the Panthers tonight? DJ Walker. Give me the Falcons. I like Falcons minus two and a half in this game. I think the Falcons have... They've done a good job this year. They're, they're they've exceeded expect yeah they've exceeded expectations. There's this Thursday night on Amazon Prime, uh, free shipping. So give me the mm-hmm. Falcons. I uh, you you talked about the Apple TV earlier and how great the I, I'm I'm in love with my Apple TV. I, everybody knows that, and I I've got a like the picture of for Thursday night football from Amazon Prime through Apple TV is it's the best picture i've ever had for a football game like i couldn't like believe how it. good it was well i mean i got to take a couple of snaps and that buys my opinion <laughs> but didn't do well didn't fare well um no the picture the the apple tv picture insane everybody who has that option should be watching thursday night football via their uh their apple tv i just yeah. got the new one yeah no i didn't um did not know that was even a thing that you could do that Yep, do it. You will you will uh be very happy about it. My TV's Picture. only two K though. I, I don't look first of all, I didn't know they, they still allowed televisions that aren't four K. But <laughs> uh I don't think it's gonna matter. Like I the picture still I I think the picture will still probably be better than the one you have. It's like the Michael Vick commercial where they put you on the roller coaster and it's like the Michael Vick experience. Like you're like in the game. Yeah. No, hundred percent. That's that's exactly what it's like watching <laughs> Thursday night football on Apple TV. <laughs> on Apple TV on Amazon Prime. <laughs> on Amazon Prime. And it's the Falcons and the Panthers. It's All right, the well, Baker man. Mayfield experience. Uh, anyway, the Seattle Seahawks had to, well, they had to Munich, Germany to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Bavada's got the Bucks minus two and a half. Seahawks plus two and a half, even money. Geno Smith is r- rolling out there right now. He. 9.30 a.m., he's going to do fine in Germany playing that early in the day. Well, old people get up very early, so I feel like that benefits Tom Brady. That is true. Old people do get up early. And that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland Browns said to Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins. This line has come down from four to now Dolphins minus three and a half at Bavada. 
Dolphins minus three and a half. They have such a good team. They're off, They're playing with Hill and Waddle so well. I, I love the Dolphins in this game. The Dolphins have a great team. Their coach is kind of funny. So give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I said this on uh, on your wrong earlier this week, but so Tyreek Hill leads the NFL in receiving yards. He's about 250 uh, yards above the person who's number two on that list. Giant gap. The difference between number two on that list and Jalen Waddle is 52 yards. That's, that, that's how incredible this is. This passing offense has been for the uh, for the Dolphins, and that was with Skylar Thompson starting two games. <laughs> they need to keep it up because I have Tyreek Hill on my fantasy football team, and he has been crushing it. Yeah, I had Joe Mixon last week put up 55 points himself. Well, he was the only person to score for the Bengals. I know it worked out well for me. Worked out very well for you. <laughs> the uh, the Denver Broncos had to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Bavada has the Titans minus three. Titans minus three. I think the Titans are solid. They're I said it yet last night. They're just like a good wide receiver away from being a good football team. Um, mm-hmm. Like an AJ so Brown you, you type. Saw, you saw that same tweet that I did then. What tweet? <laughs> the tweet that says exactly that. A lot of us have similar thoughts to people on the internet, Chris. No, I, each thought is individual. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, it's 100% correct. Because they're and a good I, team. Well, I mean, right now they also could probably use a quarterback. The whole uh, Malik Willis experiment has been interesting so far. What's Tannehill's deal? He uh, has deals. He's hurt, and I don't. He's still don't hurt. Know. I feel like they wanted Willis to take over, and yeah. it just hasn't happened. Uh, he's up to a full participant in Thursday's practice, so he sh- it looks like he'll be back this weekend. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I think that if he can play well, the Titans can be a good football team and make a run here and lose to us at home at one o'clock. All right. The Detroit Lions head to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Bavada's got the Bears minus three. Detroit's defense, not very good. And if Justin Fields can scramble the way that he did last week, I like the Bears in this game. I like I like what Chicago has to offer. You know, deep dish pizza, meat, Mm -hmm. um, the show, the bear on Mm -hmm. uh, Hulu. It's a good show. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chef. Um, but yeah, I like the Bears. The the great work that they did in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There's, yes. There's, what hasn't Chicago done is the question. Yeah. Uh, the, he, the Houston Texans traveled to New York to take on the New York football Giants, and Bavada has the Giants minus four and a half. Giants minus four and a half. It worries me. They're playing well. They're what, seven and two or seven and one, seven, six and two, something like that. Six and two, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're a good team right now, and I'm a little worried. I mean, we have to keep winning games as the Philadelphia Eagles because these Giants and Cowboys are coming up right behind us. We could see three NFC East teams make the playoffs this year. Crazy to think with the state of that division over the last couple of years. Yeah, but we are the NFC beast, as people would say. Yes, people would say that. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Second biggest line of the week. Chiefs minus nine and a half at the bottom. This one's tough because I do think the Chiefs are good and I do think the Jaguars stink. Mm-hmm. But Doug Peterson coming back into Kansas City, give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Well, I think the question, and it's an interesting one, is Andy Reid going to beat up on one of his old coordinators or is he going to take it a little bit easier once they get up a bunch? He'll probably take it easier to not want to embarrass so the guy. But then again, Doug won a World Super Bowl, so does he really care that much? Well, fair enough. The Minnesota Vikings head to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Bavada has the Bills minus three and a half. 
I took the Bills yesterday in Better's Delight, so I'm going to hedge my bet. Vikings plus three and a half. <laughs> that's just that's just wise and cowardly. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints head to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This line has moved from uh, Steelers plus 0.5 to Steelers plus 1.5 at Pavana. Steelers are just not good. Saints are showing signs of life every now and again, so I do like the Saints in this game at minus one and a half units. I wonder if has there been a decision about? Yeah, it looks like it still looks like TJ Watt's going to be back this weekend. I wondered if that Ooh. line moved because I of did Watt. not. I did not know that Watt was coming back into the game. Yeah, Watt will be. Uh, looks like he'll be in the lineup this weekend. All right, give me the Saints minus one and a half. All right. Isn't that what you said before? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, well, consistency is where, <laughs> where we're at. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts head to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders, and Bavada has the Raiders minus four and a half. These teams stink out loud. Sure do. Colts plus four and a half. Co- new so coach bump. Is, so they, they cover or they win this thing? I think they cover. I don't think they win. I think the Raiders yeah. win on like a last second field goal by like one one or two points. Gotcha. How do you feel about Jeff Saturday coaching with no college or professional experience? The first coach in 62 years to be an NFL head coach without any of that. I love it, Chris. I actually, actually love it. I think that's good for the NFL. I think it's fun. Like, I think Ursay knows something that we don't know. Yeah, he really likes the draft class. (laughs) No, I like the Colts in this game. I like, give me the Colts. Give me Saturday. Saturday on a Sunday. Sheffield Wednesday. With Sam Ellinger at quarterback. Yeah, the Texas great. Arizona, I don't know if great's right. The Arizona Cardinals head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Pavada has the Rams minus one and a half. Give me the Cardinals at even money. The Rams stink. The Cardinals stink. But the Cardinals don't stink as stinky as the Rams stink. So we're going, you want Cardinals money line? Yes. The Dallas Cowboys head to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. This line has also moved over the last day. It was previously Cowboys minus five and a half. That is now down to Cowboys minus four and a half at Pavada. Is Dak playing? I don't know why he wouldn't be. Cowboys minus five and four and a half. Uh, I'll tell you in a second, but I don't think there's any reason. Cowboys minus four and a half. Sticking with it. No, I think this is the lock of the weekend. I think this is a two-touchdown win for the Cowboys. Yeah, the Packers are just like... We, I think we talked about it last week. Like, Do you think Aaron Rodgers retires midseason? Uh, no, I think, he's, I think he sticks it out, even though they just lost Romeo Dubs now. Like, one less wide receiver for him to work with. Jeez. But I'll take I, a few I think, snaps. I think he retires after the season. Yeah, could be. Or, or he, well, you think he could go somewhere else? Anywhere else will take him? I'm sure there are places would take him. I'm sure places would take him. I just don't know if I don't know if he wants to deal with this anymore. I don't know if he likes playing football anymore. What if he was in San Francisco? That's a good team. That's a good. They're a good team right now with Garoppolo. I don't know if they're going to bring in Rodgers to further delay the Trey Lance era. They seem to really like Trey Lance. That's true. I, I keep forgetting about Trey Lance because of his injury. I don't know what other what other options are interesting. Uh, I don't not not Tampa, not Cleveland, not Miami, not Denver. Could he go to Tennessee? He could do Tennessee if the Malik Willis thing is not working out. But and they have their eye be, on Jackson Dart. He'd be very comfortable in that they also have no wide receivers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's really Although bad. probably 
probably better receivers than Green Bay has with uh with Robert Woods and the like. That's true. Uh, Houston, the how about the Giants? That would be scary. Uh, sure hope not. I'd rather just stick with Daniel Jones. Yeah, I also sure hope not. Uh, I, don't, I just don't see a ton of other options unless Minnesota moved on from Kirk Cousins or really that's probably end list at this point. The other options aren't. Yeah, no, I think that's it. Who knows? The Los Angeles Chargers head to San Francisco while Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers and Bavada has the 49ers minus seven. Um, the 49ers minus seven with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. I like that. All right. I like that you were working that out in your brain. Well, I just, <laughs> I just randomly on my internet, you see this story about, um, all these students that have to retake the SATs after okay. one second, the Washington <laughs> commanders head to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Bavada has the Eagles in the biggest line of the week. Minus 11. Eagles minus 11. Go, Birds. I'll be in South Philly for the game. All right. Uh, yeah, they, they all fell off a truck. <laughs> yeah, so they all had to... Every single one has to... Re, they all fell off a UPS truck, so everyone has to retake the SATs. Oh, my God. That I sounds can't, miserable. I, can't I took the SATs once, and I was like, that's as good as I'm going to do. Like, I'm done with this situation. What'd you get? Uh, 1,600. Wow, congratulations. Well, it was and, out of 2,400. And- Oh, <laughs> and yeah and and yet you chose the college you did that's a bold choice <laughs> it's actually a very average score and that's a very average school for students like me you were like uh you know yale and harvard recording me <laughs> yeah i almost went to a couple of those ivy league schools but i was like westchester oh yeah just love bill was- swan what he was doing with the football team there the Wisc Grant era of Westchester basketball. Exactly. <laughs> um, Plymouth White Marsh zone. I can't even imagine what I would do in that situation, dude. Like I would be taking it once was so stressful. Having yeah. to take it again. And then and also forever wondering, did I do better the first time? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would ever really worry about it that much. I would just really hate to have to take it again. <laughs> you just don't want to take the test. I just simply don't want to take the test. I even went to like, I ruined a couple of my Saturdays having to go to those Saturday like practice tests, you know, yeah. like training for it. And I was like, this is just, I'd rather run like a marathon than take an SAT again. Is that, would you, I mean, is that an actual, actual thing? You'd rather run a marathon than sit and take, and take a written test? Yeah. But like, so I guess you, you'd have to be like, you have to you have to take it again, and if you don't score over a thousand, a ten, a thousand, you know. So, like, if I had to like try and do good, because like I could do the test and not give a crap, you know, and just circle B on the Scantron for everything. Yeah. So, like, I would have like it's all right. Run a marathon or take the SATs as many times until you get over a thousand again. I don't think I get over a thousand right now, right? Or am I smarter now because I'm older and wiser? Oh, man, I feel like so much of the SAT, though, was just memorization stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I could do the SATs right now. Yeah, no, like, I'll tell you what, when when I moved, I had to retake the driver's test. Oh, no, that and, sounds like, terrible. It stressed the shit out of me. Having think- to, and and I, I took, well, I only had, a, I didn't have to take the actual, like, the driving part of it. I just okay. had to take the, the test part of it. And like I took the first, I took one of the practice tests on the website, and I failed miserably. 
Just miserably. So then I just like they they offer four. Here's a great piece of advice for any any sixteen year olds out there listening who's <laughs> going to take the practice tests anytime soon. Uh, they offer four practice tests on the website. At least they do in California. And I just took them over and over and over until I got them right. Until I got got them perfect every single time. And then because you can only get like three wrong, you can only get like three answers wrong, and you fail that thing. Yeah, I remember when I took my permit test, it was like that. If you and I almost failed, I just barely passed when I got my permit test. I failed my driving test twice before oh, I passed. It. See, I, let I, me I, tell you. Let me tell you why. I assumed yeah. I could parallel park. Oh, you didn't even practice. No. Oh, dude, that was the beauty of living in a cul-de-sac because I was able to just put straight up, uh, put some trash cans up and just practice all the time. Yeah, no, I just assumed I could do it. And then the second time also thought I was super close and figured I could do it the second time. <laughs> and then I was like, eh, maybe I should practice this. And I, I passed it very easily the third time. Nice. Well, practice makes perfect. What's the deal yeah. with the backup cameras now? Are you allowed to use those in driving tests? That's a great question. And actually, I, when we were talking about the SAT stuff, I was wondering, is it still a written test or do they take it on computers now? I think it's still, well, based off what we just saw, it's got to be a written test, oh, right? fair point. Absolutely fair point. I didn't Number think about two that. pencil? Uh, the only kind of pencil that I will use. I'm pretty sure this that essay I wrote in the podcast brought to you by Number Two Pencils. <laughs> Dude, I love a good mechanical pencil. Okay. <laughs> just end on that. That's how the show should end. Works for me. That's going to be it for this week's episode of The Underdog. Uh, for Matt Cronin, his mechanical pencils, I'm Chris Orwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.